welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. I'd like to introduce to you Dr. Sam Lebsock, pharmacist Michelle Moser, pharmacist Stephen Dixon. Um, have you used 5-HTP, B6, and SAMe with LDN, and do you see any issues with this combination for anxiety depression? Do you avoid St. John's work with LDN? Um, yes, 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 no. Um, yes, we have used 5-HTP, B6, SAMe with LDN. There's a wide variety of really good over-the-counter supplements that have a, a beautiful combination with that. We do not have to avoid St. John's work with LDN. I had a shoulder injury related to vaccine administration. Um, when flu vaccine was incorrectly deposited into the tendon rather than the muscle. In this case, it doesn't disperse properly due to the lack of vascularization. Shortly after that, I started to experience widespread muscle pain. I'm thinking that's supposed to say pain and wondered if it was exaggerated um, system-wide immune response of having um, can LDN help with this? Well, I think so. I think LDN can help with this. Um, I don't have any research to say, but I think it would be worth a try if there was some type of issue and you are having muscle pain. I think it could be worth a try, but I don't have any experience, I would say, in this type of situation. So the next question then is uh, neuropathic pain question mark. So um, neuropathic pain, absolutely, LDN. If you've tried everything else, there is absolutely no reason not to try LDN. And in fact, there are lots of presentations on the LDN Research Trust website especially by uh, Pradik Chopra about chronic regional pain syndrome, uh, which is one of the most difficult types of neuropathic pain to treat. Uh, it does seem to be very effective. Um, so, yeah. And in the US right now, low-dose naltrexone is in phase two trials um, regarding chronic regional pain syndrome. So there's, there's that as well. Um, how about ADHD in adult and at what doses? Um, absolutely. I mean, if it works in children, we why not use it in adults? Um, we would still use typical dosing that we would use for pretty much anything else. You could start anywhere from 0.5 to 1.5, slowly increase the dose, and then top out at the maximum of 4.5 once a day. Not everybody gets to 4.5. Um, and again, that's where you know, working very closely with your medical professionals is going to help you find your happy dose. Uh, next question, how can LDN change how the gut works? Um, I think Michelle, I think MN is Michelle. Um, thank you. I guess I would add one thing here with how the gut works. First, let's fix, the, fix their vitamin D because vitamin D regulates tight junction. So if you're having gut issues, I think you need to make sure your vitamin D is accurately dosed. Um, and then LDN helps very much with the gut, all types of inflammation, um, if Michelle wants to chime in here, but it's been studied very well in the gut, um, Crohn's, IBS, but like I said, I think you need to regulate your tight junctions first. Yeah, and I think if you go back and you can either listen to Dr. Leonard Weinstock and even Dr. Zielsdorf go all the way back to the 20, well, Sarah wasn't at 2016, but, um, you know, way back, I mean, we have many hours of, of lecture on this, but also 
the book has some fantastic mm -hmm. chapters specifically on this and some great pictures as well. So um, I would say if you want specifics on that, there's the books and um, or simply look at the website or go listen mm -hmm. to the conferences. And, and maybe that's, you know, I'm not trying to be short or flip, but honestly, there's so much information there that it's very difficult for us to address all of the points that were very eloquently made by these by these physicians in this short period of time that we have today. Next question is, what dose would be good for IBS and IBD? And for those patients on biologicals for IBD, what is the timing between both? So I think we discussed this uh, a little bit earlier on, but really, it's, it's very much a kind of suck it and see type, low and slow, see what works for you. If you get side effects from taking LDN with, uh, orally, then look at sublingual, and it really doesn't really matter about the biologics, it's just about your response mm -hmm. that directed. Next question is, I've been taking LDN 4.5 milligram for osteoarthritis for about five years. I'm not sure how much it has helped. Do you have any information <clears throat> on the use of LDN in this condition? So again, osteoarthritis tends to be an inflammatory response. It might have um, an autoimmune component, but it can be a lot of times a situation where there's a lot of overuse and that's where low dose naltrexone is gonna help reduce inflammation. Um, if you don't think it's helped very much, um, what I wonder what would happen if you stopped taking the medication. Um, I think that that could be an abrupt realization of, oh my gosh, it's been working great. So the other thing that I want to um, address is that it's, I think it's really important that when people are started on low-dose naltrexone or even counseled throughout their time is the expectation of how well LDN is going to work. So low-dose naltrexone isn't necessarily going to take 100% of your pain away immediately or even within the short term, right? So most of the time the patient expectation is you get a prescription you start taking it it's going to take care of everything 100 percent and that's not necessarily always the case because especially when we're dealing with an osteoarthritis perhaps there's a food intolerance and yet you still keep eating that food you're going to continue mm -hmm. to have that inflammatory response so are you actually taking two steps forward and one step back every day or every hour or you know whatever it's there's a lot of other issues that go along with that. So again, it's about working with your medical professionals that really understand low-dose naltrexone so that we can guide you and help you on that journey. And, and I will say, and I'm sure that Sam and Steven do this as well, every day when we talk to patients who have been taking low-dose naltrexone, whether it's been for two weeks or 10 years, things come up, new things come up, new information comes forward. And we're like, that would have been fabulous to know um, way back <laughs> when. Um, because honestly, time is the one thing you never get back. And so we want you to feel the best that you can be every single day of your life. And when we get into the weeds, when we really get down to the root issues, why does somebody also all of a sudden have osteoarthritis? Are they gluten intolerant? Is there a food mm -hmm. like egg or corn? Um, perhaps it's dairy. Uh, what else is going on? Do they actually have an underlying virus? I don't know. But those are some of the tests that we can look at and we can quantify 
we can look at what's growing in the gut. Perhaps that's a contributory um, situation because again, LDN doesn't cure anything. It supports the body's natural mechanisms. And that's what's to me, the most beautiful part about LDN. Jen, would LDN help with chronic sinus infections and a dental infection due to an implant rejection? Um, so I guess to say you'd have to remove the implants, I would say first, because if that's causing the infection, you're not, the infection's not going to go away until that's gone. Um, but yes, it does help with infections. Like Michelle was just saying, it helps keep the immune system in check. So that's, I would say first you have to make deal with the infection and the implant first. When we should be worrying about LFTs as liver function tests with LDN. Um, so we have only ever referred anyone for an LFT when they're in end-stage liver failure. Other than that, because of the doses, it's really irrelevant to most people. There really isn't a concern unless you're in end-stage liver. Why are so many doctors uneducated regarding low-dose naltrexone? Well, that is the $100,000 question. Um, the bottom line is it's not produced by big pharma, right? So it is, it's a medication that we compound. It's a medication, even though we've known about its mechanisms and its application for what, 40 years or so? I mean, we've been dealing, we've been using low-dose naltrexone and Bahari had that epiphany back in 1985. But the reason is, is because we don't have so much attention out there because number one, it's an inexpensive medication. Number two, it's compounded. Um, we're, we're, that's why we're having seminars like this and why the research trust was founded when it was um, you know, 20 plus years ago and how we've been trying to get the information out on a wide variety of format. And thank God for social media and being able to Zoom like this. I mean, Linda and Steven are, are joining us from the UK, which it's it's late back there. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm on the West Coast of the US and it's not even 3 p.m., but I will say that, yes, a lot of doctors are, are not up on LDN and, and a lot of doctors are really down on what they're not up on, but that doesn't, that should not deter anybody, right? So let us help you. Let us help provide resources for you. Use the research trust. There is no other place anywhere where you could go to one website and find so much information. And a lot of times, and I, it doesn't matter what medication we're talking about, and it certainly doesn't uh, matter what indication you're trying to treat. If this is really important to you that you feel better, and you've spent years feeling awful and you've been through many providers and you're still not getting anywhere, don't give up. There is hope. There is, there are so many ways to still get the answers that you need and the medications that you require. Don't give up. Let, let some of us help you. You know, there's a great Facebook page. There's great Instagram. There's immeasurable resources on the LDN Research Trust. Don't give up. You might have to do some education. Your doctor may look at you like a deer in the headlights, like they have no idea what you're talking about. Don't let that deter you. <clears throat> let that inspire you. Let that then carry you in so that you can find and provide information. And it may not be the first visit that you get what you want. It may be the third or fourth, 
but let us help you work. Let us help you do that. I, I, can I just jump in as well? I think it's Please. incredible. Like what you're saying there is so inspirational. Um, having been in a position where in the UK, we have only had GPs to go to, to get prescriptions for this for such a long time. Now that we have all the other professions prescribing, the number of LDN prescriptions has just gone through the roof because they're not being as stuck in their ways as you were sort of describing, or they're more open-minded to looking at like holistically at the patient. So it's certainly, when we start to get the likes of um, naturopaths or we don't really have those, but um, nurses and pharmacists uh, prescribing, they're far more open to reading the studies and then making their own decision. Uh, and, and that has been a, a revelation in the last, you know, last three or four years. And I know that that's not the case in all countries across the United States. I mean, Linda said that there's over 30 countries represented on this call. And, and, and I realized that not every, not every, well, not even every state in the United States is the same, right? So um, again, the LDN Research Trust.org website is a phenomenal resource. And like I said, there are over 900 published papers on LDN. I challenge anybody to find another commercially available medication that is that well studied. I, I just, I haven't seen it. I'd have to say there are a lot of MDs who are very disappointed with the tools they have to help people with chronic illness. Um, Jill Cattell was one who, who wrote her story in the, the first book, um, whereby they just feel helpless, you know, the medications they have. And when they then study functional medicine, and find that there are so many other things and using LDN as well. Um, Dr. Leonard Weinstock says that they're open-minded, big, big, big brained doctors who look into LDN, but there are um, some tra traditionally trained um, doctors who are prescribing LDN. It's not all functional medicine doctors. These are traditional doctors. Um, but it, again, it's word of mouth where saying Dr. Leonard Weinstock, using him as an example, he mixes and he talks to other doctors and he persuades these doctors to prescribe LDN and, and it snowballs and maybe not as quick as we'd like it to be, but it is, you know, um, gathering momentum. So that's good. Thank you. Also, we have the LDN book three coming out later this year with new conditions. <laughs> That's fabulous news. That is absolutely fabulous news. And, and I will say that if it hadn't been for the research trust conferences in getting, you know, sometimes as many as 20, 30 providers on a stage throughout a few days, that in itself is, it's, monumental it, it's inspirational it is um it, it provides so much hope for what's there so and correct me if i'm wrong but most of the conferences are available free of charge to view so go out to the website you don't and some of the conferences are two and a half days long so you may not have a lot of time to sit down all at one time but you know it, it's definitely worth worth a try and then 
you know, the research trust continues to um, also move along the the not only the knowledge of low dose naltrexone, but also the application. I mean, you're looking at um, you know LDN master one, two, and three right here, and and yet prior to June, we didn't have that opportunity to um, really study for that. And a lot of us do it on our own, but you know, sometimes when there's that carrot of a different certificate out there, it's really exciting. It's very exciting. And now we have so many more. <laughs> well, the LDM book three, the um, we've just been asked what the contents is going to be. We've got an updated history in pharmacology. We've got drug resistant depression. We've got um, the titles changed, but it is to do with the change of cells with viruses. So, for example, it talks about Epstein-Barr herpes and, and of course, the big one, uh, COVID. Also uh, about longevity, um, mixed connective tissue disease, mold toxicity, um, the use of LDN in eye conditions and Professor Angus Delgleish has written about uh, long COVID and COVID. And um, we've got a chapter on LDN cancer case studies, and that's really interesting. The um, testimonials from doctors who have prescribed LDN for cancer and some of the remarkable stories that they have got to share. So it's a really interesting book. <clears throat> lots of really good information and as always packed full of references <laughs>